Act Three of Phaedra by John Asin, translated by Robert Bruce Boswell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One, Phaedra, Anone. Ah, let them take elsewhere the worthless honours they bring me. Why so urgent I should see them? What flattering balm can soothe my wounded heart? Far rather hide me. I have said too much. My madness has burst forth like streams in flood, and I have uttered what should ne'er have reached his ear. Oh, gods, how he heard me! How reluctant to catch my meaning! dull and cold as marble, and eager only for a quick retreat. How oft his blushes made my shame the deeper! Why did you turn me from the death I sought? Oh, when his sword was pointed to my bosom, did he grow pale or try to snatch it from me? That I had touched it was enough for him to render it for ever horrible, leaving defilement on the hand that holds it. Thus brooding on your bitter disappointment, you only fan a fire that must be stifled. Would it not be more worthy of the blood of Minos to find peace in nobler cares, and, in defiance of a wretch who flies from what he hates, reign, mount the proffered throne? I reign! Shall I the rod of empire sway when reason reigns no longer o'er myself? When I have lost control of all my senses? When neath a shameful yoke I scarce can breathe? When I am dying? Fly! I cannot leave him. Dare you not fly from him you dared to banish? The time for that is past. He knows my frenzy. I have o'erstepped the bounds of modesty, and blazoned forth my shame before his eyes. Hope stole into my heart against my will. Did you not rally my declining powers? Was it not you yourself recalled my soul when fluttering on my lips? and with your counsel lent me fresh life, and told me I might love him? Blame me, or blame me not for your misfortunes, of what was I incapable, to save you. But if your indignation e'er was roused by insult, can you pardon his contempt? How cruelly his eyes, severely fixed, surveyed you almost prostrate at his feet! How hateful then appeared his savage pride! Why did not Phaedra see him then as I beheld him? This proud mood that you resent may yield to time. The rudeness of the forests where he was bred, inured to rigorous laws, clings to him still. Love is a word he ne'er has heard before. It may be his surprise stunned him, and too much vehemence was shown in all I said. Remember that his mother was a barbarian. Scythian though she was, she learned to love. He has for all the sex hatred intense. Then in his heart no rival shall ever reign. Your counsel comes too late, Ononi. Serve my madness, not my reason. His heart is inaccessible to love. Let us attack him where he has more feeling. The charms of sovereignty appeared to touch him. He could not hide that he was drawn to Athens. His vessel's prows were thither turned already. All sail was set to scud before the breeze. Go you, on my behalf, to his ambition appeal, and let the prospect of the crown dazzle his eyes. 
the sacred diadem shall deck his brow, no higher honour mine than there to bind it. His shall be the power I cannot keep, and he shall teach my son how to rule men. It may be he will deign to be to him a father. Son and mother he shall control, try every means to move him. Your words will find more favour than can mine. Urge him with groans and tears, show Phaedra dying, nor blush to use the voice of supplication. In you is my last hope. I'll sanction all you say, and on the issue hangs my fate. Scene 2 Phaedra alone Venus implacable, who seest me shamed and sore confounded, have I not enough been humbled? How can cruelty be stretched farther? Thy shafts have all gone home, and thou hast triumphed. Wouldst thou win a new renown? Attack an enemy more contumacious. Hippolytus neglects thee, braves thy wrath, nor ever at thine altars bowed the knee. Thy name offends his proud, disdainful ears. Our interests are alike. Avenge thyself, force him to love. But what is this? Ononi returned already. Oh, he detests me, then, and will not hear you. Scene 3 Phaedra, Anoni. Madam, you must stifle a fruitless love. Recall your former virtue. The king who was thought dead will soon appear before your eyes. Theseus has just arrived. Theseus is here. The people flocked to see him with eager haste. I went by your command to find the prince, when with a thousand shouts the air was rent. My husband is alive. That is enough, Ononi. I have owned a passion that dishonours him. He lives. I ask to know no more. What? I foretold it, but you refused to hear. Your tears prevailed over my just remorse. Dying this morn I had deserved compassion. Your advice I took, and die dishonoured. Die? Just heavens! What have I done to-day? My husband comes, with him his son. And I shall see the witness of my adulterous flame watch with what face I greet his father. While my heart is big with sighs he scorned, and tears that could not move him moisten mine eyes. Think you that his respect for Theseus will induce him to conceal my madness, nor disgrace his sire and king? Will he be able to keep back the horror he has for me? His silence would be in vain. I know my treason, and I lack the boldness of those abandoned women who can taste tranquillity in crime, and show a forehead all unabashed. I recognize my madness, recall it all. These vaulted roofs, methinks, these walls can speak, and ready to accuse me, wait but my husband's presence to reveal my perfidy. Death only can remove this weight of horror. Is it such misfortune to cease to live? Death causes no alarm to misery. I only fear the name that I shall leave behind me. For my sons, how sad a heritage! 
the blood of Jove might justly swell the pride that boasts descent from heaven. But heavy weighs a mother's guilt upon her offspring. Yes, I dread the scorn that will be cast on them, with too much truth, for my disgrace. I tremble when I think that crushed beneath that curse they'll never dare to raise their eyes. Doubt not, I pity both. Never was fear more just than yours. Why, then, expose them to this ignominy? Why will you accuse yourself? You thus destroy the only hope that's left. It will be said that Phaedra, conscious of her perfidy, fled from her husband's sight. Hippolytus will be rejoiced that, dying, you should lend his charge support. What can I answer him? He'll find it easy to confute my tale. And I shall hear him with an air of triumph to every open ear repeat your shame. Sooner than that may fire from heaven consume me. Deceive me not. Say, do you love him still? How look you now on this contemptuous prince? As on a monster frightful to mine eyes. Why yield him then an easy victory? You fear him. Venture to accuse him first, as guilty of the charge which he may bring this day against you. Who can say tis false? All tells against him. In your hands his sword happily left behind. Your present trouble, your past distress, your warnings to his father, his exile which your earnest prayers obtained. What? Would you have me slander innocence? My zeal has need of naught from you but silence. Like you I tremble, and am loath to do it. More willingly I'd face a thousand deaths. But since without this bitter remedy I lose you, and to me your life outweighs all else, I'll speak. Theseus, however enraged, will do no worse than banish him again. A father, when he punishes, remains a father, and his ire is satisfied with a light sentence. But if guiltless blood should flow, is not your honour of more moment, a treasure far too precious to be risked? You must submit, whatever it dictates. For, when our reputation is at stake, all must be sacrificed, conscience itself. But someone comes. Tis Theseus. And I see Hippolytus, my ruin plainly written in his stern eyes. Do what you will, I trust my fate to you. I cannot help myself. Scene 4 Theseus, Hippolytus, Phaedra, Anoni, Theramenus. Fortune no longer fights against my wishes, madam, and to your arms restores— Stay, Theseus. Do not profane endearments that were once so sweet, but which I am unworthy now to taste. You have been wronged. Fortune has proved spiteful, nor in your absence spared your wife. I am unfit to meet your fond caress. How I may bear my shame, my only care, henceforth. Scene 5 This is Hippolytus Theramenus Strange welcome for your father, this. What does it mean, my son? Phaedra alone can solve this mystery. But if my wish can move you, let me never see her more. Suffer Hippolytus to disappear forever from the home that holds your wife. You, my son, leave me? Twas not I who sought her. Twas you who led her footsteps to these shores. At your departure you thought meet, my lord, to trust Aresia and the queen to this Trozinian land, and I myself was charged with their protection. But what cares henceforth need keep me here? 
my youth of idleness has shown its skill enough for paltry foes that range the woods may i not quit a life of such inglorious ease and dip my spear in nobler blood ere you had reached my age more than one tyrant monster more than one had felt the weight of your stout arm already successful in attacking insolence you had removed all dangers that infested our coasts to east and west the traveller feared outrage no longer hearing your deeds already hercules relied on you and rested from his toils while i unknown son of so brave a sire am far behind even my mother's footsteps let my courage have scope to act and if some monster yet escaped you let me lay the glorious spoils down at your feet or let the memory of death face nobly keep my name alive and prove to all the world that i was your son why what is this what terror has possessed my family to make them fly before me if i return to find myself so feared so little welcome why did heaven release me from prison my sole friend misled by passion was bent on robbing of his wife the tyrant who ruled epirus with regret i lent the lover aid but fate had made us blind myself as well as him the tyrant seized me defenceless and unarmed Perithous i saw with tears cast forth to be devoured by savage beasts that lapped the blood of men myself in gloomy caverns he enclosed deep in the bowels of the earth and nigh to pluto's realms six months i lay ere heaven had pity and i scaped the watchful eyes that guarded me then did i purge the world of a foul foe and he himself has fed his monsters but when with expectant joy to all that is most precious i draw near of what the gods have left me when my soul looks for full satisfaction in a sight so dear my only welcome is a shudder embrace rejected and a hasty flight inspiring as i clearly do such terror would i were still a prisoner in epirus phaedra complains that i have suffered outrage who has betrayed me speak why was i not avenged has greece to whom mine arm so oft brought useful aid sheltered the criminal you make no answer is my son mine own dear son confederate with mine enemies i'll enter this suspense is overwhelming i'll learn at once the culprit and the crime and phaedra must explain her troubled state scene six hippolytus theramenus what do these words portend which seem to freeze my very blood will phaedra in her frenzy accuse herself and seal her own destruction what will the king say gods what fatal poison has love spread over all his house myself full of a fire his hatred disapproves how changed he finds me from the son he knew with dark forebodings in my mind alarmed but innocence has surely naught to fear come let us go and in some other place consider how i may best move my sire to tenderness and tell him of a flame vexed but not vanquished by a father's blame End of Act 3